0: A friend is a buddy that you love. We bring him on the show to teach us some stuff. And when the show comes to an end, if anyone asks, you must contend. Jason and Kelsey have friends. Jason and Kelsey have friends. All right, welcome to Jason and Kelsey F. Friends. I'm Jason. And I'm Kelsey. And we are two Bay Area Asians learning from our friends.
1: Yeah. Uh, for folks who, who are first time to the podcast, um, I saw Jason earlier, socially distanced, very responsible. And he has what's <laughs> called a conservatively eight-foot trench coat that he tends to walk around <laughs> a elementary
0: school playground with.
1: So uh, <laughs> that is
0: that i think that's i mean it was it was it's still winter weather you know it's a nice coat because it 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 keeps the knees warm and it's especially nice because if the if the kids at the playground are cold too there's plenty of room for everyone (laughs) so i don't i don't see what the problem is it's like yeah it's just casual everyday playground wear (laughs)
1: I I know I told you this, but you legitimately looked like Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern's character in Home Alone, like because <laughs> the, like, their trench coats are very long. And I was thinking, wow, even the color—it's like an—it's like an olive green. I was like, oh, it's very, very '90s of you, but it, it looks good on you. You wear it well, sir. Thank it's you. Nice yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah. You know, I yeah. try to try to look good. You know, to. For the children. Listen. <laughs> Wow. Well, I
1: guess aside from learning about Jason's new trench coat, I did learn something uh, pretty interesting uh, this week. Well, not interesting, a little bit sad. But um, Jason, do you remember movies like Shaolin Soccer and you know some of Stephen Chow's other very famous movies?
0: Yeah, for sure. I actually I actually watched one of Stephen Chow's movies recent, like last week. I watched um, what was it The God of god of cookery god of cookery like yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. i actually just watched yeah
1: that. oh please you're, you're talking to an aficionado i grew up i mean a lot of my uh let's say a lot of my uh comedic stylings were started with that guy but like so effectively Stephen chow is this very famous uh he's a very famous hong kong comedian had a ton of really popular movies in the 90s actor but no and he, he acted wrote team.
0: directed like he he kind of like yeah, did it all. Had, oh, right, yeah oh yeah. yeah he
1: was like a he was like the Charlie Chaplin of the Chinese cinema at the time. He, like, it was just crazy. And he's like one of the most probably popular Hong Kong acting figures in the yeah, island. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he had a, when he got a start, he actually had a sidekick. His name was, I think, Man Tat. So that's how you say it in Cantonese. But he was hilarious, too. So in Shaolin Soccer, he was the coach. Oh, okay. With the limp. and he, And that guy was pretty much in like, pretty much every movie that, sh- that Stephen Chow was in up until like the 2010s, that guy was his go-to nice. guy. Sadly, I found out that he passed away. Oh, dang. And actually, I was like nostalgically looking back at all these very fond uh, scenes because it's just like, just the most like random humor that happens with Stephen Chow movies. Yeah, 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 And like that guy was such a big part of it. So I was just like, you know, big, big ups to, uh, to Ingman Tatsu. Okay, and, yeah, and, for uh, sure. Wow. But that's what I learned. I learned how much I really, really like those movies. Still,
0: yeah, it's so, and it's having just recently watched it. It's kind of crazy that they were able to make those movies in in the first place because they're definitely yeah. not like typical at all, and it's not something that you not can even all. find in the U.S. Even, um, just yeah, uh, they,
1: there's a term for it actually in Hong Kong. I think it's molei tau, which means which effectively is like slapstick humor
0: Oh, okay and
1: so like it's their version of like very but it's like very it's not like slapstick humor and like oh like charlie chaplin you slip on like a, a banana peel they're like pretty raunchy
0: like it's not <laughs> yeah yeah they it's really not go for like it. pg yeah, at all yeah yeah, yeah exactly it, yeah. so
1: but anyway yeah i was like just now i have my entire catalog of movies that i need to show quinn when he's age appropriate
0: okay so. yeah I'm, yeah so. very cool
1: so that's what i learned but would you jason I'm sure you learned something this week. What
0: did you? Doing? I learned something. I learned something about spiders. In fact, um, I don't know. Are, Kelsey, are you afraid of spiders?
1: Um, actually, no. I don't think so. I am. I hate flies <laughs> and the fact that spiders. Well, I hate flies because they're annoying. Because when they're in like a room, uh huh, I have to kill it. I'm not even kidding you. Like I will stop everything I'm doing and I yeah, will yeah, yeah. get a fly swatter. I, I can cook. see
0: that. Yep.
1: And spiders eat flies. So
0: spiders are cool. Oh, oh really? Cool. Okay, interesting. Cool. Well, yeah. the thing that I learned about spiders is that there are only three deadly spiders in the United States. Like three, th- not not three total, but like three types of deadly spiders in the United States. Which is for me, like I can deal with a spider if it gets to, uh, if it gets to a certain size. Yeah. I'm not dealing with the spider. But it, th- the thing that I learned, I think it makes me feel a lot better about spiders. Right in that. You really only have to worry about three types. And then on the West Coast, you really only have to worry about one type, which is the Black Widow. I see. Yeah. So if you come across a spider, generally speaking, like you're probably going to be okay. Like Worst case scenario, you have to go to the hospital for a little bit, like whatever, but you won't die.
1: Okay. So a couple questions for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Two questions Uh for now. One, what is the tipping point size of the spider in which it goes from not a problem to this might now be a problem?
0: I think the tipping point is like it's it's about the girth, right? Like if if the spider has like if it has heft, heft right? There's a density yes, to its okay. to its limbs. Then yeah. then there's, that's a little bit much, There's some junk right? in the trunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz if you're tr- okay. if you're trying to move the spider and but you can like really feel the spider, yeah. like that's a problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh well, so what I what I do when I see a spider is I do the cup method, right? Uh-huh. So I do I cup the spider and then I slide the paper and then I have it in the cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, so I never have to feel how heavy or light it is, and I just throw it outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. So, but but you're guarding you,
0: against like the potential of like feeling the spider, right? Because because well, you, well, you know sometimes yes. the cup method might not go well, right? I'm
1: sorry, how can it not go well? It's it's a pretty straight. It's it's a pretty solid method. I think I it's say. like
0: it's similar to just like people having fears of um standing on the edge of a building you're you're just standing there like you're capable of standing without like doing something silly right but okay. there's like an irrational fear where it's like maybe i'm just going to bobble this cup and the spider is going to go right in my mouth right like wow. that's
1: <laughs> that's what goes through your head when you're doing this there's a potential for that right you think you're going you you think you're going to botch it so badly <laughs> that it's going to you're going to hurl it into it your mouth. It might go straight mouth. into
0: my mouth. It might okay. graze my eyes. I don't know. Like you got to you got to be thinking <laughs> ahead. It's important to be prepared. That's the thing. But I, I have a friend who he doesn't use the cup method. He uses the he, he uses the hand it? method.
1: No way. He just grabs he will, it.
0: He'll just pick up the spider with his hands. Regardless of wow, the size. He it could mug? be a super girthy one. He'll just like pick it up and then uh. he'll just like move it.
1: Man, do you think he would ha- he would do well in like Australia? Because I have a friend of mine in Australia, and he sends pictures sometimes of like these giant ass spiders. Yeah, yeah,
0: like, the, and I'm like, like, yeah. I can't handle those. I mean, this guy has a totally different perspective on spiders altogether, and he's the one who told me this fact about the three, you know, that there's only three deadly oh, ones, you know. And I okay. think, you know, that that might be part of it. It's Got just it. he has a deeper understanding of them, so he's less afraid. <laughs> he appreciates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah. My. So my second question was, is that what triggered your fear of, like, I'm assuming you're actually kind of scared of spiders then? Yes I'm not no? scared
0: of anything, Kelsey. Okay, sorry.
1: sorry. <laughs> oh, you, sound, you seem more concerned about spiders. If let's anything, say. I
0: think I'm more, I'm more concerned about myself. I don't, I don't trust myself I okay. around a spider. Well, yeah.
1: and, and, and is the concern about yourself triggered by spiders due to the fact that one can bite you and potentially kill you? Or just the way it looks, or
0: no, no, I think that is reason. part of it. It's just like not wanting to be bit. Really? Yeah. I don't worry about that. Really? I mean, I mean, Spider Man went through a lot of trouble. And I don't want that.
1: Yeah, but look at him now. He, listen, he's dating Zendaya. I mean, how, honestly, like, can, can we be real? Yeah. You're getting bit by a spider, and then it's like, keep in mind, I'm happily. <laughs> Much love, Kelly. But if I got bit by a spider and I was single and a byproduct of that is I get to date Zendaya. The, I think I would be okay with that.
0: It's, I it's think the easiest pathway to uh,
1: dating Zendaya. So far, based in movies, that's the only way to get to date Zendaya. <laughs> there is no other plan B. So I'll take it. I'll take okay. it. Okay,
0: cool, sure, maybe. Um... <laughs> Whoa, well,
1: hold on. Okay, now, 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 this is a separate question. Are we? Are we not a fan of Zendaya?
0: I. Honestly, I have no strong opinions about Zendaya. I don't. Wow. I don't. That is that is the sound of someone who
1: has not watched enough Zendaya movies, <laughs> sir. I have a small small library of homework for you to do, and one of them is called "The Greatest Showman" on Disney Plus.
0: Oh, she's in "The Greatest movie. Showman." So,
1: homie, yes.
0: Oh, I had no idea. You gotta watch that. Yeah, I'm definitely not, I'm definitely not yes. watching that movie now. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about it because I heard the music's quite good, but now that I know Zendaya's in it.
1: The music's great. Music's great. Movies, okay. It's a movie. It, it, it keeps me entertained, I would say. But Zendaya is fantastic, and I will say that. She's very, very
0: good. Okay, great. So you, you're you barely selling the movie. I'm not going to watch the movie. Your enthusiasm
1: for Zendaya is very troubling to me.
0: Like, I didn't realize that this would strike such a nerve.
1: She's just very talented. She's what? She's like, what? Young, mid-20s, let's say. She got an Emmy. She's on all these like great shows, all these great movies. She can sing, she can dance. Like, what else do you want from an entertainer, Jason? Tell me. <laughs> this,
0: is a, this is a strange hill to die on, Kelsey.
1: <laughs> yes. Is it? Uh, you know what? Is this a I, I feel pissed? like this is
0: the most <laughs> impassioned you've been in all the episodes that we've recorded. And it's, it's fair, I need you yeah. to think about what that means.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think I need to reevaluate
0: some things about that. Yeah. My life. <laughs> it's quite scary. Yeah. Like I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying no, to find I'm, a way I'm, to I'm, pivot I'm okay. to introducing our guest, but you, keep, you are nope. just, you are not letting this one go. Nope, no. Nope, nope.
1: <laughs> Jason's like, no, let's go ahead and get out of this depth. That I'm just grabbing you and just dragging you right yeah. back
0: down. Greatest showman, she has an Emmy. Anyway. Oh man, what a what a barometer Emmy? of quality.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Jason. How many Emmys did you have when you were 25 years old?
0: I didn't even want any. Okay. <laughs> okay okay
1: fine. Oh, okay
2: okay i didn't even want, I didn't it. want so it stupid that yeah it's stupid.
0: dumb excellent all right anyways speaking of like young phenoms i guess oh. let's, let's let's introduce our guest i
1: think this next guest this next guest is the phenomious.:
0: yes for sure all Nailed right so I, I want it. to welcome to the podcast she is the director of operations at city block health a UCLA grad with a master's in public health from Columbia University. She's been a research scholar at the University of Oxford, a field hockey star, a proud member of the Naya Zamana, I totally said that wrong, UCLA's award-winning premier South (laughs) Asian a cappella team. And in high school, she was voted most likely to be the next Oprah. It's Shweta Balakrishnan! Yeah!
3: never had a better introduction so thanks
1: nice yeah shweta quick quick question quick questions zendaya yay or nay
3: yay yay thank you absolutely thank
1: you
0: okay wow i think i
1: shweta bless you shweta bless you
0: (laughs) maybe i'm just bless your heart maybe i'm just old i don't really I, I honestly I don't know.
2: You're not, you're this that well. I don't know.
1: Hey <laughs> Jason, do you do you do you have a heart and feel emotions? Uh-huh. I guess those are the two questions okay, I have for okay. you. Okay, yeah. Then you'll like Okay, Shandai. great. Then you'll like Sunday. Yeah.
0: All right, sure. Okay. So the reason we brought brought Shreda on is she is an expert in a very unique competitive activity. Yes. It's an art. Jason. Oh yeah, you're right. It's, it's a art. competitive art. It's like that's actually quite rare, right? To have an art that's competitive. Yeah, this is you know, an activity that the three of us all participated in, and Shweta and I actually competed together like as a team. And okay. Shweta is here to tell us a little bit about competitive speech. And more specifically, competitive speech at the high school level.
1: <laughs> Only, <laughs> Only at, at the level. high school level. <laughs> the most competitive. Which is funny, because I would argue that speech at the high school level is probably more competitive than high school or than speech at any other level like high school speech i feel like which is a really interesting like aspect of this art yeah 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 is that it's actually most competitive at a younger age than it is in an older age cuz i think in college like there still is obviously like forensics tournaments and things mm-hmm. like that and speech tournaments and yeah like yeah that. yeah but they're just there's something about high school speech mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That seems more like wow, like this person, this person went to nationals or you know placed at nationals, yeah, at senior year of high school versus like oh they placed nationals in college, like I don't yeah know. yeah. There's 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 Thoughts. this like
0: short window where where it seems to be most relevant. But 100%. before we like really, I mean, obviously we're we're gonna go in deep. I think, um, yeah, deep. let's give Shweta a chance here to just some of our audience members probably don't know much about speech or they have some like. You know, preconceived notions that might be incorrect or maybe very correct. Um, Shweta, like, what is competitive speech to you? Like, how would you explain it? to Yeah,
2: people? so
3: good question because it's it's the one half of speech and debate, right? And so every every high school, at least where where we lived, would have a um, speech and debate team. And for the speech side of it, it could be interpreting a piece of, of work a past speech by a, a famous person or historian something like that in your own words um it could be acting very humorous interpretation dramatic interpretation interpretation of short pieces around a skit um, there's a partner element involved jason as you are well aware oh. um duo where you would perform a piece together but couldn't look at each other and then there's there's the other part of it which is you know, writing your own speeches. So that could be in the form of something you prepared before the tournament and delivered or something that you're you're meant to do on the spot and given a certain topic. But yeah, in general, I would say, like you guys already said, a high school, a competitive high school activity, probably teams ranging anywhere from like five to 30 people, tournaments on the weekend. And, and yeah, and I like Kelsey, you said, definitely mostly hear about it at the high school level, um, less so after that.
1: Cool and Tuija, if just so to let our our fine fans know, uh, which of these arts did you participate in in high school?
3: Yeah, so Jason and I did duo, um, not very successfully, except for one of our one one year. Um, but I also did them- thematic interpretation. So you actually had like a little mini binder, which That's I didn't even right. know those things existed <laughs> until. Yeah, so you would have a little binder and you would have to select like three pieces to perform all around the same theme. So one year, God knows why I chose this, I did Insanity. Um so I
1: think I prefer- Sorry insanity like the exercise program? <laughs> like P90x would, insanity?
3: That would have been a that would have been probably better than than mine but um no just like the theme of insanity and like going insane I don't know why I picked it but I did and
2: Wow. Yeah
3: so I did I did TI as the the short shorthand name of it was and and duo with jason
1: Man. Wait, wild. way cool. And of the two of the two which one did you prefer the most?
3: I mean, duo was more fun, obviously, because you had a partner and so if you sucked, you sucked together. And if you were good with- <laughs> I I I think like, it was just more fun to just practice. Like Jason and I spent hours practicing our duo at his house and we did everything from like dr seuss to like a 9-11 piece that was really heavy
1: whoa um, yeah
3: yeah there was rapping that involved um there was wow. beatboxing involved it was just it was more fun to have a partner up there and act and you can you can never face each other so it was cool how people interpreted uh-huh. that too
0: Yeah, yeah yeah and it's definitely i think it was more it's fun to watch right because i yeah, feel like you true. can get really quite creative with it be- just because you have like two bodies that means you can do more complicated things and then um, yeah. yeah and then some people would just like be it'd be just be straight comedy for 10 minutes and it'd be fantastic and then the next piece might be like extremely serious right um right. Whereas I, I didn't get to sit in a lot of like ti rooms or or other sorts of rooms but i imagine that it was probably like more dramatic more serious no. There were, I some, don't think there were some some
3: funny ones. For yeah. sure. I did father daughter relationships one year, and that was really fun. Okay. So, um, okay. yeah, people did like you know Disney themes. They did. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, okay. Stuff. Yeah, but I think we we did have like a little bit more of a dramatic flair, I would say, than the humorous side. But but yeah, we sat in the middle because there were separate. There was dramatic interpretation and humorous mm-hmm. interpretation, which Jason did, and thematic was like somewhere in the middle I guess like you could do you could fuse both in one so that was kind of the draw of it.
0: yeah 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 my yeah. my thought was that people you'd pick a theme and then I it's three different pieces within the theme right Yeah. so wouldn't would yeah. people do like a funny take on it of a- serious take on it and then like you know a deep take okay yeah yeah yeah
3: you can hit you can hit all the emotions in
1: in one wow yeah uh,
0: i think there was always
1: categorizations of the let's call it like like on the spectrum of serious to funny yeah there was there was the ones that were obviously much more leaning toward funny so hi or humorous interpretation would be toward one end i think uh, opp original prose and poetry that's right that one was probably a little bit more funny. Duo was usually kind of like a hybrid, but probably more funny than not. And then I think original oratory could be funny sometimes. And then there was like the more dramatic, serious ones, like dramatic interpretation, yeah, like extemporaneous, which was just all like props, yeah,
3: right? Based. Posters or oh no, that was no, like that, that was that was
1: expository, expository right. or, yeah. yeah. Extemporaneous is just like you—you you get like a news topic, and, and you get like, like thirty minutes to, to prep something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But uh, but yeah, I remember that. That was that was always like fun to weave. Like I actually I always like the ones where it like was funny, but then it like crossed over into like dramatic, and you're like, oh, they
2: they
1: just <laughs> got you. They just Christopher Nolan. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: but like, a lot of this stuff is it's because we were all high schoolers, right? So. It's like impressive to a high school mind because yeah. I don't know if you guys are like keeping up with what's going on, but like I I was on YouTube and I watched some some performances for like within the past couple of years um, of some like really? national champions. Yeah,
3: are they just way better than us, or like what's it like?
0: Oh, it's not good. It's not that great. <laughs> it's just well this is
3: this is coming from our like state champion here folks so yeah just keep, keep that in mind um
0: yeah. no but i think like we may be like overstating like the quality of the humor and like and, and whatnot, because it is like it <laughs> yeah, is just like high schoolers, right? True. So, like, yeah. I think in the room, yeah. We thought it...
3: But look at that for high schoolers, like that's a lot to channel for high schoolers. Like those types of emotions or pieces, like they were heavy pieces. There were pieces about like suicide mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you know all this type of heavy. And and for like fifteen year olds, that's that's a lot to act on. Oh, for you sure, know? for
0: sure, yeah. But I think like in our fifteen year old minds, we thought we were killing it like, like like this is as this good is, as it yeah, gets yeah, like, <laughs> like we this were is, at the peak yeah we're of like upper echelon yeah, yeah, of yeah, performance yeah. art right yeah. um but yeah i,
1: I think though shweta makes a fair point though that like i think at the time we felt like that and then when you look back on it it probably seems more i mean i will argue it's more amateurish because we were amateurs mm-hmm. at that point but it's like we were amateurs at a professional level almost like and so you almost have to look at that lens because it's like looking at college basketball versus like the NBA, right? Like in college basketball, you might see glimpses of someone who's actually really good. Like I think the Mike, the closest uh, brush with fame that I've heard is one of my one of my best friends from childhood, who got me into original oratory, ended up going to nationals and placed like top seven in the nation. Wow! And he and. He was like fourth or fifth. And then first place that year was Josh Gad, the actor. Mm. (laughs) So Josh Gad, the actor, he did humorous interpretation and original oratory. And he was like the first person either in a long time or ever to have won first place in both. And I watched his original oratory, not knowing who he was. He was just Josh Gad from like Florida at the time. I watched his original oratory and I was like, holy shit. This guy like, he weaved, like, humor and, like, like pathos and, like, just a lot of emotion. And he just did a really good job. And I think even at a high school level, that's so impressive. Like, yeah just to go up in front of people and actually, like, be able to wow someone somewhat. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool.
3: It's so. pretty interesting because, like, you have parents who are the judges, too, right? So I remember, yeah. like, it was fun for our parents to watch and judge people probably that they knew, too, right? Like, I had... a family friend who was my judge and you know we obviously like tried not to make that clear wow Uh
1: uh-huh whoa tipping the scales yeah
3: I know I know I placed (laughs) third in that tournament now I'm like "Mm." Uh, um you know but she she loved it because she'd never seen me in that type of light, right like I I don't perform at her family friend parties like that type of stuff right so it's just, it's just interesting i remember my dad used to love judging um these tournaments because he got to see people in a different light you know so that oh, was pretty okay.
0: cool yeah it was pretty cool it's crazy awesome. that yeah i guess it's crazy how much um power the parents had
1: <laughs> i know yeah oh my gosh like
0: for us it was like being very competitive like we really wanted to do well yeah. and then at the end of the day it's just like some kid's parent who who knows what their background is (laughs) or like who knows what their understanding of what quality (laughs) is either and and it's in their hands
1: what was also interesting is actually when you get to judging at like let's call it the regional level so obviously like in our district or whatever like you kind of get a feel for like oh this is the type of speech that a you know liberal um Uh, bay area parent would want to hear but then, for example, when I went to nationals when I was a Flex. senior, like that was just. You just wanted to drop it. Like, I was nationals. getting very. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. First of all, first of all, respect. First of all, I did not bust my ass <laughs> at the regional level. No, well, the, and, oh, sorry. The only reason why I bring this up
0: is to uh, say you that, that you went to nationals. The back, yeah, we but know. That's why yeah, you brought it up.
1: It. Uh, th- that was it. That was the end of yeah, the comment. That bad. was it. When I went to nationals, and that's it. That's the period. That was all I wanted to say. No, but what I was actually trying to say is um, the ballots that I got from nationals were actually very, very different than some of the ballots I got on a regional level. Some of the things that I was getting kudos on on a regional level, I was actually getting dinged on at a national level. Because at the national level, the judges are a wider sample size of across the United States versus just California. Mm. So things I was doing really well in that I had like universally gotten very positive things on. I was getting much more lukewarm reception because I might have gotten a judge from Texas
0: or, but you know, what, what were you else. saying so, that wasn't working with a Texas based person? I, I said, you I were just didn't like slamming Texas. Texas. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I was just really going well, off. You're just on asking it. for it then. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I remember if I remember correctly, one of them was like, Oh, like this topic seems too serious. And I got something about like, Oh, I really liked it when it was funny. But then like you made it all serious and then like it got all sad and I was like, well, that's kind of what I was going for. Like yeah, it was it was interesting.
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People in Texas generally don't like sad things. Is that what you mean? they don't?
1: But that's why you don't mess with Texas. It's a common Texas,
0: stereotype. So. Yeah. yeah. They don't like sad things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, so I mean Shweda, what did you do you think that there was like a Shweta pre speech and then a Shweda
0: post speech? And why did you why did you do speech? Yeah. Well,
2: if
3: I'm being honest about that, it was like the Indian thing to do, right? So, it was like a highly regarded activity, a well-regarded activity, and um a lot of my family friends that were older than me did it. My sister did it, right? So, uh, that was okay. definitely Swati. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I met I met Swati at uh Speech and Edison yeah. tournament.
3: There you go. Yeah. You so, so honestly like that was a big that was a big draw. Um but yeah. Also, just you guys know me, I'm a, I'm a chatty Cathy in general, but don't often have the, the thoughts formed before I speak it. So I think that in this way, like it's really helped me structure my way of speaking, especially like in work, right? Like I I know a lot of people that hate public speaking. I know a lot of people that like get anxiety about doing presentations, but I genuinely feel because I did speech and debate, that stuff doesn't scare me and, and things can kind of flow naturally because you have to have like a good... it's it's almost like the compliment sandwich when you're presenting, like you have to have a good like intro, you have to have like the meat in the middle and then you have to have like, you know, you end with a bang. And so I kind of try to channel what I learned in speech and everyday work, honestly. And I, and I think it did help. I really do. And then the other component of it was the social component too, right? Like we had so much fun at these tournaments. And um, I mean, Jason and I have joked about this a lot. Like it was, there were a lot of like romances going on in the speech and debate world. Like it was just throw all these like good looking, smart nerds in like, a, you Is know, it? an auditorium and in, in really unattractive suits. though. yeah, really terrible suits. But the, the social component was really fun. Right. Like we we all got to like ride the buses together and then, uh, you know, we got to like hang out the whole day. And like it was really exciting when one of your teammates won or, or progressed to the next round and stuff. And that was that was awesome.
1: Yeah, For sure. Overnights. Do you remember Berkeley? Berkeley <laughs> yeah, 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 We actually got to stay there. <laughs> yeah, it's your
3: parent chaperone, so it wasn't that exciting.
1: <laughs> uh, I've
0: got some stories that will speak otherwise, but we'll,
3: okay, we'll have to hear about that. <laughs> I
1: remember
3: okay. correctly.
0: <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean, the, the tournament, it's, it is like a crazy, unique experience where you are spending a whole day in like a high school cafeteria and there's so much yeah. downtime because the, the competitions, the rounds like aren't that long and right. everybody's like dealing with their nerves. There's people from like all over the Bay Area, you know, so it is like mm-hmm. cool. And then and then over time, you start seeing familiar faces from from other schools, like people right. where you're like you, you start they, they start respecting your work, you start respecting their work. And there's like this like this uh this bond that is formed. Um, Actually, yeah.
1: there's like a competitiveness that also forms too. Yeah.
0: Like, there's, I definitely remember,
1: like, there was a couple, like, cause I will say that I think the Bay Area had a fairly strong speech program that's pretty well mm-hmm. recognized, I'd say, even outside of California. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're effectively going up against folks who are very, very good. So, like, Bellerman, always, yeah, very solid folks. And you would kind of see, like, oh, that guy tends to do really well. Mm. Like there there was this kind of, you know, I was more of wanting to do as well as I could. And then obviously you want to compare yourself to other folks that are doing well. So I remember you, like you could kind of see that. But then there was a little bit of this game respecting game thing too, <laughs> where like once you kind of got into maybe like a few semi or final rounds and folks like, oh, okay, this person's a little bit more, this one's actually taking it seriously. Because I think there are some folks who take it very seriously. And this yeah. is another really interesting thing about speech and debate is that there are folks who actually are like, this is what I'm going to be known for. I'm going to put all of my effort to being the best I can. And then you've got people who are like, I'm doing this because (laughs) I have to do this tournament for a credit for my speech and debate class that I will,
0: and I will never come back. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that is true. It is a mixed bag. Yeah.
3: I, I do think the competition was a lot more intense on the debate side, right? Because a lot of people like ended up Getting into college because they were great debaters, right? Like a lot of the, like Berkeley, I know that was that was like a hot school for a lot of good debaters that we knew, and yeah. So the, I, I feel like it was like really intense on the debate side, and then it was a little bit lighter on the speech side. And we definitely had stereotypes true. of both sides, right? Like the debaters were the intense ones, speech guys were all the like quirky weirdos, <laughs> right? That used to practice against a wall. We used to talk to walls. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god. Totally
3: yeah.
0: and you that. you walk around like a the lobby of a hotel and it's just like everybody's just is facing yeah. a wall. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and this this is where Shweta's thematic interpretation of insanity came. She's like, "Wow." Yeah. Exactly. This is, is insanity. Is bananas <laughs> here. But, Every single person.
3: Yeah. And then obviously the debaters had their like extracurricular culture too, right? That was big, which I guess wasn't as big um I don't know how PC we can go on this. Wait, level,
1: what do you guess. mean by so extra? Gonna, wait, what do you un- mean by extra? W- yeah, cultures? what are you talking about? I'm talking about. Okay, oh,
0: now it's
3: legal now. But that was a big like smoking was a big culture in the debate. In the debate,
1: that's right. Of thing. Actually,
0: wait, she is I had right. no yeah. idea. Was like, oh, I was so huge. I was so yeah. innocent yeah. and naive. Yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. Oh, oh yeah yeah. Speech,
3: I, we were like again talking to walls and weird stuff like wait,
1: that.
0: That's what they were doing at tournaments.
1: So <laughs> legitimately. This there were summer camp programs for debate. Yeah. yeah, and I will say that I was first exposed. Many of my firsts were exposed to me at a speech and debate camp I went to, which was focused on policy debate in Oregon.
3: Oh yeah, that was one. There was like an Iowa one, I think. There was like, an
1: yep. There was Iowa. There was Oregon. There was Stanford, wait. Hold on. So Stanford I, had one. Yeah. But I, Jason
3: but, and I went to Stanford. I went for speech. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cheers. I and no, but you got to go for debate. No, I, no, no, no. That's I your problem. Went, you went to go went for debate, for a debate camp.
0: I did a debate. Which debate? Was it LD or was it, was it Lincoln Douglas? It was was LD. And I did not get exposed to anything. I'm, this is, this is definitely news to me. (laughs) Jason,
1: I, I I didn't want to tell you, but I, I think. So people were just like, people were just lighting it
0: up like during tournaments.
3: It was a huge culture. Yeah. And then even like, yeah, I would say that even like out of tournaments, people would hang out. yeah.
1: Yeah. People would people would smoke weed, they would drink a lot, whoa, that's crazy, <laughs> and they would yeah it's crazy. well, because I feel like it's like a pressure cooker, you know, especially and uh, I think, when I, f- I think Shweta articulated well is that debate is a lot more like holy crap, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I need to get a hold of my nerves because because it's there's much more of an adversarial relationship with the other team that you're going, against,
2: that's right? true, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure it it is like head to head like it's it definitely feels like very intense, right. but like. It doesn't that stuff impair performance? I don't...
1: No, no, no. Okay, so I, I think there might... I might be taking it too far to say that, like, they were drunk while they were okay, doing this. Separate. It's more of, like, if you're at a camp, and it's, like, a week-long camp, right? And, like, People are just honestly, out. They, it goes buck. <laughs> if, it, if, if I'm going to refer to a 2008 <laughs> term, it got buck. <laughs> but what happens is all day you do, like, because with policy, you you... Effectively, any listener who has never done policy debate before, and I don't know why you would have needed to, but you do policy debate, you effectively have to pull together like evidence and data. So half of the time at this camp, you'd be doing like a 10-hour camp. You'd spend like five or six hours just in research, looking at data, pulling stuff from LexisNexis, printing it out, putting it into paper so you can easily pull it out. And then you'd have these giant files you remember Giant those like tubs. big old hefty yeah, yeah. temperware things?
2: Tubs. Yeah. I mean, and you need to get works.
1: like a, yeah. like um you need to get like a wagon essentially to drag your files around. Yeah. And so like you do that for like five, six hours, and then it's at nighttime and you're in Oregon. The moon is out.
3: It's Oregon. It's
1: Oregon. So. There's that there's that there's that saucy policy partner from San Marino High School that you've been eyeing. <laughs> You know?
3: Yeah, it was wild. It was a scene. It was definitely a scene. Yeah, man. And I feel like that's where a lot of the like pothead intellectual
2: Uh, of our generation
3: started. I really think that debaters used to like, they would not leave it at the tournament. They would take it to the parties in their hotel rooms and still be debating things while just super like high. And I say this as not someone who was a debater, but like I knew that culture very well because of all my like other friends that were in it.
1: Wow. It's
3: just, it's interesting.
1: Right. And on yeah. the speech
3: side, we were just like not I guess we were quirky and fun, like yeah. in a different way. But it was it was never like a hey. time consuming part of our life. I mean our first of all, we had like six captains, which is also another story, right? Like every year we'd have six team captains for speech. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I mean, you guys remember, like, we were so unproductive in our in our meetings. Like, what did we even practice? I guess we we tried to help the novices, right? But I you mean, know, we were just it like It is
0: it is more of an it is more of an art that like there's a limit to how productive you can be or how much how much yeah. you can yeah. it's about timing and like there's a lot of self-motivation yeah. that you need
2: to have yeah
1: like you you need you can guide so much but if the person either doesn't want to do it or just doesn't have that rhythm i think to jason's point it's it's harder to teach that you yeah you can't
3: yeah i mean and then our teacher was another story right i mean we can like, we just like really. had the best stories because of Sherry Roderick, right? Like it's just she's yeah. she's a legend, and every coach was different. Ours was known just for being like kooky, and then yeah. there was like other. Uh, yeah.
0: She's <laughs> quite. Coo- she was quite kooky. You're right.
3: Yeah, I mean, she was wild, but like honestly, she was half the fun because she just the things that would come out of her mouth were just like outrageous.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, and in a way, like she was. I feel like that's kind of suitable, right, for the whole experience because it is kind of a strange, like, world. So, yeah. to have her as like, your guide <laughs> is, is yeah. somewhat fitting.
1: Well, I feel like it wouldn't have been as, like, motley crew ish if we had a coach who was much more, you know, buttoned up. This is a program. Oh, we're going to follow X, Y, and Z. Like, there was a little bit of, like, there was no structure. So, there was almost this, like, hey, we were, we're going to, like, we were the renegade. Speech and Debate team that sometimes had folks that did really well oh, yeah. and then sometimes didn't. Like we had no consistency. <laughs> there are certain programs in the Bay Area who are always generally good, like Lindbrook,
3: Logan, Lindbrook, Lindbrook, and, yeah,
1: they were Leland, Bellaman. I mean, yeah. the the guy from Logan, the 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 coach from Logan, who I think is still the coach, Tommy Lindsay, he won a MacArthur Genius Grant. Yeah. Wow! So he got he got half a million dollars tax free, and the reason why is because he effectively transformed Logan. From a, I think historically, it's a rougher school, not seen as like a, a top tier, like a rougher yeah. school, right? But then their their speech and debate program is so good because of him that I think he said something along the lines of like ninety plus percent, if not a hundred percent, of the speech and debate team end up going to college.
3: It's crazy, which is
1: like a phenomenal. Yeah. So he so it's like
3: put that school on the map, right? Yeah. Like exactly, yeah, it's, it's pretty.
1: Crazy. There was there was a PBS special on on Tommy Lindsay and the Logan mm-hmm. program. Wow. And so they did well. And then here comes this, like, we're so swingy. Like, I I I took that as a point of pride. I love that. I was just like, we're just like a bunch of just pirates, honestly. <laughs> we just swing in on our ropes and just spit stuff and then come out. And then sometimes people are like, oh, that kind of works. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And
1: we're just like, yeah, whatever. We're cool. <laughs> like, just swing out. Like that was I think awesome. that was
0: very, yeah, yeah that was very consistent i feel like with my general like approach to things so i I really enjoyed that where like we would go to tournaments there would be no if no adult supervision right like it's just like here's a team with just on their own we'd be like uh i guess we'll just take this table and we'll just like throw everything everywhere and just be like we'll just like like splay out and And other teams would be like diligently practicing because they have their coaches present.
2: Exercises, yeah, they're they're doing their exercises, and
0: they're all like. And I feel like a lot of them dressed like you could tell just by the way they carried themselves and the way that dressed that they were like a little bit more serious (laughs) about about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and we're yeah, the the ragtag feel was was definitely great. Um, Yeah, Yeah,
1: I enjoyed it. I feel like I feel like I I feel like I thrived in that kind of ragtag environment because again, my. I think all of us have this, had the skills and stuff like that to do very well. And obviously we did. But like, I think it would just have been a very different experience for me if I had gone to, say, like a Bellarmine, because I feel like, you know, there would have be been much more structure and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. And like, there was probably much more of like a, there was almost more of a pecking order that I had hurt that there was almost like your first string folks who were like oh these guys are going to be doing this so they're going to get a little bit more attention. Yeah. That's but then there was like a low there was kind of like a second string yeah, yeah. and then there was like the kids who just did it just cuz they needed to yeah, get yeah, class yeah. done. Yeah, right. Because because and the so team was so, really those teams
0: are so large. Like we we always had like a loose group of people right. it wasn't that many, right? And <laughs> yeah. then um yeah. yeah, I I mean, I remember I I decided to do OPP like on a lark, you know? Cuz I was like it's time for me to try to do something original. I feel like that's that's maybe that's more my speed. And obviously I didn't prepare for a tournament. And I I literally wrote like a an outline the night before of of one of these tournaments. And I just showed up. I did my first round. The speeches are supposed to be ten minutes. I think I clocked in at maybe six minutes. <laughs> Cause I just didn't like have anything, right? <laughs> and then the rest of the tournament was just between rounds was me at our our two tables just like talking to to the team talking to you guys and like kelsey was giving me some ideas and i'd be like okay great that sounds like another 30 seconds i could add and i was just like throwing things together just like workshopping it at the tournament and then by the end of it it was like done (laughs) I think by the last <laughs> round, I was like, "This is a, a full ten minutes. It's like pretty good." And I think that's the that is literally the speech that I used that that took me to states. Um, nice, yeah. So like that that was our approach, you know. And that's
3: awesome. Yeah, and yeah, but I, it wouldn't have been as fun if we had it any other way, right? Like we, yeah. Jason and I, were literally sent to like a utility closet around the corner <laughs> from our closet. Oh yeah. To practice because she saw potential in us, which was wrong, but. <laughs> You know, we had fun anyways, but she would send us to this closet uh, during our fifth period speech class and be like, you guys just have to go practice. And so we would just like do nothing in this closet and just like crack up and just sit there for like an hour. But yeah, it was, it was just like good times. If we were actually serious and like stressed out about it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been fun. We had, we went to a stressful high school as it is like, why would we need to tack on to that? You know, but there were definitely, like you said, Kels, like people that took that really, really seriously. And we were just, I think they were almost pissed that like our school did as well as they they did because we were just kind of like joking around the whole time, you know? Do you guys remember, I one distinct memory I have of the Berkeley tournament is like my dad's um, van, his like the Privia, right? White van driving all of us back from Berkeley and we were listening to the Garden State soundtrack. And I don't know why that's etched in my head, but for some reason, like... (laughs) Well, it was like seven of us in this van listening to Garden State on the way back from the Berkeley tournament. Wow, and that- your
1: dad was your dad was rad. <laughs> yeah, he was, awesome. <laughs> was listening to the Garden State soundtrack. I don't think I was listening to the Garden State soundtrack.
3: Um, and Zach Efron was at the tournament too, so that's another another a What? Yeah, Jason which was- year? Uh, yeah, it was like our junior or sophomore year or something like that. So yeah, you're yeah, yeah. one of your junior and senior year. Wait, hold he up! Did dramatic, yeah. He did dramatic.
0: Exactly inter- yeah. He did dramatic interplay. Did he really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't get to see his round, but um, yeah, supposedly he was really great. Did he win? I don't
2: know.
3: Oh really?
0: I think he made finals, but I don't know if he won that tournament. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So
3: he will watch The Greatest Showman for Zac Efron, but not Zendaya. Yeah. Wait, Zach,
0: yeah. Zac Efron's in The Greatest Showman.
1: Yes. Wait, you, who is you're... your knowledge of who is in this movie? <laughs> Your knowledge of who is in this movie is who is Who is not in this little. movie? The only,
0: okay. The only person I know who is in the movie is Hugh Jackman, and I believe there may be a tiger. That is all I know about this movie. <laughs> there is a tiger. There is
1: a tiger. You know who's not in this movie? Uh, one of the people from Dawson's Creek.
0: Oh, wait. No, I lied. Yes, Michelle Williams <laughs> is in this movie as well. Oh, really? Wait. Michelle Williams? Okay, I didn't know that. Wow. She's, the,
1: she's, she's, she's Hugh Jackman's There's wife. There's some
0: serious talent in this movie.
1: This is great. This turned this started as a speech conversation. This is now turning into why we should all watch The Greatest Showman.
3: Um, You know what else I was watching the other day was Hasan Minaj's show. And I really firmly believe that speech and debate is the reason why we all use our hands so much. And
1: so, uh, yes. Right?
3: Like when I'm presenting in corporate meetings, even on Zooms, I find myself doing like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and the listeners can't. See me physically right now, but I like we speak with our hands. And I, I remember my yeah. friends used to call call me out in college, like, "Why are you so like emotive with your hands? It's very weird." Yeah. But if you watch Hasan Minhaj, you can tell that guy did speech and debate because the way yeah, yeah. he talks is oh, very much with his hands.
1: Oh, yeah, you know? that's so interesting. He, Kelly says the same thing, and she says
0: it's distracting. Wait, did she...
3: you yeah, say with my husband?
0: <laughs> but he, we know that he actually did compete.
3: Sure he did. I'm pretty sure he did because I feel like my Davis Davis friend told me that. But like he, he it, it has makes a sense for he-,
0: he has yeah. a speech vibe for sure, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. Like that is the type of guy that we would see at speech speech tournaments,
1: right? So there's like a pacing about how he talks.
3: Yeah,
1: that's like very because like he'll do the switch too. He'll do the dime switch where he'll like even his comedy special. He'll be really really funny and then all of a sudden it'll just flip yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's a speech. <laughs> like that was just a. That was like he was At setting the, it up. I was like, Oh, I see what you're doing, Hassan. I see yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Hassan. And, and, and I was the, the
0: beats, the, the amount of t- space yes. he puts totally. between yes. things is like is very yeah. speech. Yeah.
2: And he
3: walked side to side, remember? We uh-huh. had to practice. Yeah, the triangle. But, the triangle. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah. like, this
0: part so, of the story is where I stand in this location. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And actually, Jason, actually, it's funny you say that because even the pauses. That you learn in speech. Like, I was like, oh, why does this feel so reminiscent of something? Because I remember one of the specials where like it was a lot of lights and he had like the the pictures mm-hmm. of yeah, his yeah. family and stuff. And then there was one part where it like it went all dark because it like the tone shifted mm-hmm. very serious. And there was this like pause where I was like, oh, this is oddly like familiar, <laughs> and comforting to me. There's yeah. a comfort <laughs> in like this a little paused. baby. I felt like a little baby. <laughs> yeah.
3: But it's such a good skill to have because think about like, yeah. people just like talk, 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 and even in interviews, right? I recently went through interviews and I was finding myself pausing after a thought. And I think that was actually like appreciated because the people just like blab and blab and blab and it doesn't make your point any clearer, right? Like you have to oh, you have wow. to be crisp in your delivery and like pause. Mm. And I feel like that is actually like uh, well-respected in presentations oh, and, and interviews and things like that. I feel like I learned that in speech, honestly.
2: Nice.
0: That is wow. true. Who would have thought? <laughs> I know. Who would have thought?
2: <laughs>
0: so one that. question,
1: well, so one question I, I am always interested in talking to people who have done high school competitive speech before is based on your experience, would you want your children to do speech?
3: I think so. I think, again, like the the skill set that it gives you for later on in life or just like delivering a message at any point in your life, right? I think that that's really valuable. I think it shows you how to be in front of an audience, which is incredibly valuable. Public speaking is not something we focus on at all in schools, but we really should because everyone's going to have to do it at some point in their life, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the culture is important too, right? I have some of my best friends that I met at speech tournaments who were like bridesmaids at my wedding and we're still like super close to this day. And I, I just feel like, that's, that's such a fun and unique experience, right? Um, it's a great place to meet people. And I guess the other times where you meet people from other schools is like sports where you're not interacting, right? Like we we never met the other players on the team. But in this case, you're interacting like so much with with other folks from other schools. It's just, it's interesting. And it's a good place to meet people, I think. So yeah, nice. I would. I would want my kids to do it. I married a model UN guy, so it might be a toss up.
0: Oh, oh, a bunch of nerds. Model UN. Oh, come on. Get out of not, here. Oh, we're
1: nothing like those model UN uh, nerds.
0: you to, <laughs> to be a country? Goodness.
1: <laughs> I, like, you have to wear a costume like, shaped as the yeah, country? It's Is like, that not how model the UN works? delegate
0: from Nicaragua uh, has something to say. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. One.
1: One quick fact that I always, and Jason, I think I've talked to you about this, but you know that famous statistic that Americans fear public speaking more than anything else? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I fundamentally do not fear public speaking. Like, I don't, that's not even a top 10 fear that mm-hmm. I have. And it's probably because I have gotten that out of the way, being put into this pressure situation of having to compete. That's why I I fully agree with Schweet. I would totally make my I'm I'm making my kids do it because <laughs> it humanizes the devil a little bit. Like it's, you're just not as scared about it. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yeah, I I did it. It it was hard or whatever, but I'm still here. Like nothing's changed. I'm gonna try to do these things better. A- and it's not something that's gonna go away. You know, you're always gonna have to present something at some point. So you might as well try to get better at it when you're younger, and then hopefully have those lessons stick when you're. Yeah,
0: young. for sure. Yeah, I I, I agree. I'm a huge proponent. I I work with a lot of kids, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm constantly trying to convince people to participate in speech, just to give it a try or participate in some sort of performance art. Because I think getting on stage, being in front of people and trying to develop that comfort, trying to have a sense of control over your own emotions, that can only benefit you no matter what you do. But do do you think that, what if the program at, your future children's like school is super rigorous and like pretty different from what the three of us all shared right would that still be something that you'd want them to do or would you try to find like a different app because there are other places where you can you know pick up some of these skills right
3: that's hard that's a tough one I think like even a year of speech, even if they don't do it for that long is so, I don't know. I just think it's so worthwhile or, or like you said, like a drama or, or some, some other way to channel that. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I do think it's so important. I mean, the way my mom and, and dad grew up in India, they actually make you like, they make you recite Shakespeare just to get used to like that public speaking and like, be refined. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So they all, like, they all have to like stand up there and recite these like poems and they teach you where to like, you know enunciate certain words differently and and so it's interesting like i think that's such a valued skill in my family that like i i i think i would still put them in it at least for a year i mean there's always going to be like rigor and academics and activities but i don't know
0: wow that's i would
3: hope that there's a balance of fun in there too but
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so interesting yeah maybe that's maybe that's what we should do instead is just like force your kids to memorize shakespeare (laughs) and deliver it deliver (laughs) it to you (laughs)
1: Yeah, Shweta, is that where your love of like Jane Austen novels and things came from? Oh, God, that- good knowledge. <laughs>
3: um, yeah, honestly, yeah, I would say so because think about the way that they speak to each other in Jane Austen. Or fine if you're not going to be like a Jane Austen fan, everybody watched Bridgerton. Let's be honest, right? But the way that they like speak to each other <laughs> <laughs> eloquently, yeah, I, I, I think that that's like a big thing, right? And. Also, it's British English, right? So our my, our parents were always forced to like try to speak in that polished manner oh, because of the British.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Yeah. Do you have your husband read Shakespeare sonnets at you?
3: <laughs> no, but he has Are a you like... beautifully deep voice, so I do enjoy his narrative.
1: Ooh. Does do you have him yeah, read yeah. stuff to you? Do you, do you, you take like? Hey, of that in that way, hey. Hey, read this. Read this cooking manual for no, me. No,
3: I ahead. just put on Morgan Freeman documentaries instead. And
1: oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Shweta, are we really watching March of the Penguins two again? <laughs> again?
0: <laughs> he, he hasn't caught on yet. He just thinks you love penguins.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so I was going to also ask you: um,
1: Do you actually keep in touch with any of the speech folks that you? have like aside from the folks at our school yeah. like outside.
3: Really? Yeah. So that's what I was saying earlier. So a couple girls I met um, my freshman year at the Santa Clara tournament. I remember this distinctly. Um, we just ended up kind of like wow. sitting in a booth together and nice. it was me and Vishali who you guys know, and then them too. And um, they're like two of my closest friends in the world. And there's two other girls. Who were at their school, so they were all Leland gals, and we just kept hanging out at every tournament that we, we saw each other. And then we also yeah. met our Bellarmine guy friends, who were also very good friends of mine um, at these tournaments. Oh. And, and that's how we like got to know each other. They, that's how we got them to perform at our Indian club night. Remember, I think Jason, you came to that, but. Um, yeah. So that's it. Like it was a start of so many friendships for me that I have like such a big soft spot for it. But yeah, we're still all really close. And we joke about speech and debate all the time now because that's actually what like brought us together. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, that was pretty. Ex- that was a very extensive conversation about speech. That was really fun. Oh, yeah,
3: it's a tri- little trip down memory lane.
0: Oh, yeah, gosh. honestly, I didn't know that it would um, strike such a chord with everybody.
3: But yeah. it's also like a weird thing that not everybody will relate to, right? Like the three of us obviously can talk about this for yes. a long time because we were in it, but I feel like it's very hard for other people to understand like why it was I don't know. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I hope well, it like I hope in listening to this like people maybe got a better sense and didn't feel like they were just intruding I- on a <laughs> private conversation between some friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I will I will say this. I think there is like a subculture to speech and debate that still permeates even now like I was in L- in la and I was meeting one of my friends like roommates we really didn't have that much to talk about but as soon as we brought up that we did speech and debate like we then ended up talking for like a half hour swapping stories just like two very old sad Asian guys who were like recounting the glory days of hey you remember that tournament back in 04 when when there was the fire alarm that happened in the third round and we all had to run out and blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, it's weird that this is something that we look back on fondly and that it's enough where we want to talk about this like experience that we had together. Like I almost imagine it like high school sports or anything else like that. It's just, it was very, uh, it it just kind of shows the staying power of what it's like to be a speech and debate person, whether you're, you know, our age or not. So, Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure.
3: My, um, one of my closest friends in New York, Sindhu, we I was with him yesterday, and he, we always joke about speech and debate, he grew up in Arizona, so we didn't compete in the same circles. But um, we always talk about that because we both love delivering wedding speeches. And so it was. he's like a pro at this now, right? Like people like love approaching him about talking, giving a speech at their wedding because he just like delivers it as he would in like high school in this formal setting yeah, yeah, yeah. of speech and debate. You know? It's just Interesting.
0: Funny. I mean Shweda is very good at at speaking at weddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that. She I uh, she was, she was speaking. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was speaker at my wedding. She pulled it together very quickly on very short notice. It was excellent. And then nice. Kelsey did a terrible yeah. job of introducing her at the wrong time. Oh. And she was like un, un- <laughs> unfaced by it all. Given yeah, given the rotten start that she she was presented with, she like she brought it home. Uh <laughs>
3: Mom, I won third place at that uh, wedding. So. You, know what? you
0: made it to uh, finals. Yeah. This... Yeah. You're in the final room. It's quite good. <laughs> I have
1: to say this Yelp review of my MCing is, uh, I really hope I can talk to the Yelp admin. <laughs> you... Because this is,
0: this you can is try to liable. flag it. You could is... try to flag this comment as, as I'm going to flag but... it.
1: You bet your bottom dollar. I'm going to flag it. it. Being...
0: <laughs> I don't know if you can flag a Yelp review for being too honest. Um, I can flag it for being blatantly a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope the listeners took away something from this. Maybe the maybe the only something. thing that they took away from it is that like we are still very much um, trapped in nostalgia. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a trigger, I swear. Yeah, for sure. And like
0: and our experience is singular and no one else can truly understand the depths of our feelings for the things that we did and the level at which we did it. Like no one will get it.
1: And you'll never understand what it's like. To be felt like an outsider during high school, no one ever knows what that feels like except for the three of us. Yes, because everybody was popular and we were the only quirky ones.
0: Yeah, and no one understands what it's like to like roll up to a tournament and really be like the bad boys of the tournament. You know, where people are looking at you and they're like, "Oh, these kids are bad," but they're so good at speech. But they're so bad. When
1: when we edit this, this is clearly going to be a seven-minute interview because we're gonna edit out <laughs> all the self congratulatory <laughs> pats on the back. Look how renegade we were. <laughs> Look how
0: good Ugh, we were. Yeah, yeah. What
1: a bunch of busy buddies Anyway, yeah.
0: anyways, that was fun. Yeah, this is great. Thank you, shweta for uh yeah, for sharing your stories about speech. Um, I guess we learned a lot about ourselves <laughs> with a this lot. one. <laughs> um, but uh now it's time, you know, as with any good lesson, now it's time for a pop quiz. All right, so we prepared. Uh-oh. Yeah, we prepared some challenges for you to undertake now, and uh, l- yeah, let's jump jump right in. It, Kelsey, why don't you introduce this first game? Sure, our
1: first game is called Either or. So, Shweta, I'm going to give you two options, and all you have to do is pick one of the options for what you prefer. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, all right, Los Angeles or New York. New York. (laughs) Shock face. That was not the answer I was expecting. Wow. That was, wow. The proctor for this exam, shocked. (laughs) All right. How about George or Ringo?
3: Ooh, uh, Ringo. Really? Yeah. Mm, All right. Even though he's apparently a very mediocre uh you
1: know He really
0: drummer, he really but. is. Yeah. boy Okay, <laughs> actually, sorry,
1: side tangent. I read an article about this. The fact that he doesn't stand out actually proves how good of a drummer he is because the drummer is the timekeeper. Yeah. And that they were saying that he even though he's not like flashy like another like like some other types of drummers,
0: he like he
1: is consistent and that's all you need. No. No,
0: no, 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 no. The the, the <laughs> argument isn't that Ringo has no value right like everything has value right everything serves a purpose no one is saying that but he is not a good drummer (laughs) what okay
3: (laughs) yeah didn't Quincy Jones notoriously call him like a terrible drummer or something yeah
0: it's I think there is a lot of consensus among like professional musicians like he's not like the best drummer like there's so many examples of like greater and and more talented drummers Nobody's okay. taking any anything away from Jason his Chow, value.
2: Right
3: yeah,
0: well, okay. Take it from all me. Right. Take it from me. All right.
1: <laughs> Take it from me. Number eighty-three on the Rolling Stone top drummers list.
0: Yes, Jason. Chow. Take it from me.
1: <laughs> well, no. My point is that he's not terrible. He's probably just good. No, I agree with you. He might not be the best, but he's probably like good. No.
3: He's, I think he's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's like, he's, I mean, they, they started out as like a local band, so he's local band good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the community center wow. Uh, wow. bands that we used to uh, we used to go to or watch.
1: Holy
0: oh smokes!
1: God. Wow! <laughs> you to like you guys are to like totally trying to be nice and just <laughs> slamming <laughs> him harder Just <You, laughs> be like, yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good. Like amateur, like second drum lesson, good. Yeah, like. <laughs> That was a harsh, harsh. That was some harsh. <laughs> that tease, was the harshest, harshest,
0: harshest comment yet. Um, but I do wow. really like
3: him as a per, like, I think he's a cool person. And okay. I think he's, like, understated. And, and um, I like George Harrison, too. I mean, he was very, like, India. I mean, he so he very did, spiritual, but
1: He did write, yeah. while my guitar gently weeps, but okay. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> That's fine.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, Shweta. Aside from that controversial last question. <laughs> All right. How about Gossip Girl or Gilmore Girls?
3: Gossip Girl.
0: Wow, that was the fastest the one. Speed. Well, the Gilmore Girls.
3: I, I can't like the it's oh the dialogue is so forced. You know, uh-huh. like it it's just the the quickets. Like I I get yeah. it, but I oh it was you just like,
1: too. Forced. You don't like Aaron Sorkin movies then, or Aaron Sorkin oh, shows either, right? Because that's I love
3: cool. I love Aaron Sorkin shows. See, <laughs>
1: <that's> <laughs> it's like the exact same thing. They're just like. Perfect answers well, every I love time.
3: Maisel. I love Maisel, but for some reason that like freaking Lorelai or whatever her name was, it just uh, it was just so forced in delivery. Nice. Oh, I don't know.
1: Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. How about Nikhil or Ron Weasley?
3: Uh, I mean, I should say Nikhil, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nikhil, Nikhil, Nikhil Joshi. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll yeah we know what that
1: means. Got it yeah uh, jason that cue is edit the hesitation out of that answer and yeah. just go straight to ron weasley
0: i'll see what i could do but there was a lot of hesitation i don't know if we could edit out the whole thing <laughs>
1: can't edit that out yeah can't edit out doubt really hard to do that yeah. and shweta the question is now come to this jason or kelsey
0: Oh, neither. Both. <laughs> wow. Wait, neither is such a good answer. Wow,
1: that one is so much worse than picking one over the other. Uh, that one is rough. That is, because at least it's like, oh, like, Jace, if it was like Kelsey, it's like, Jason could be like, oh, well, like, maybe she likes us both, but she likes Kelsey slightly better. But when it's neither, it's like, oh, both <laughs> options were garbage. So I'm going to say neither.
0: It's crazy how many people say neither to that question. <laughs> They don't, say, they don't say neither. They
1: say, I'm not going to answer that. Or uh, Kelsey, <laughs> most of the time, in my mind. They mean Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shweda, with that last answer, you won our first game of either or. Yeah, passed.
0: Good work. All right. Next. Next up. Next, we got Jason. Yeah, we got top five. All right. So this is pretty self-explanatory. All right. All right? What are your top five tips for overcoming stage fright?
3: Top five tips for overcoming the stage fright. Okay. Um, Alcohol. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Deep breathing exercises. Oh, okay. Uh, Practice before.
0: Yep. Yep, yep, yep.
3: Uh, I got two more. Two more. Stage fright. Um, Do it with someone you enjoy acting with or speaking with. Do it with a partner, I guess. Um, And the fifth. Ooh, this is tough. Um. Get a lot of sleep
2: the night
0: before. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Sleep. Yeah. Be well rested. No. No. That's great. More. More sleep is better. than...
1: I will say, even though those those were all very clearly improvised answers, those were all really good. Oh, I for actually sure. have to say, I yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I was very impressed. Yeah. And she was sauced for her speech at your wedding. <laughs> she was so drunk. So oh, that drunk. explains that it. That
3: happened after. That's that true. After.
1: Oh yeah. After was very bad. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Although
3: I cannot believe I went to follow your dad's phenomenal oh, performance. That was way. such bad timing. We still and I was talk like, whoa. Yeah,
0: it was, was bad timing. In, in fact, it wasn't the planned timing. Uh, <laughs> but Kelsey decided that that would be the timing.
1: Wait, is that true? Wait, did I really do that? Your sister gave me very explicit instructions of when <laughs> when things went when. Very explicit. Um, I'm like,
0: I... I <laughs> We can revisit the tape, but yeah, Shweta definitely oh, did boy. not speak at the right time. Uh, <laughs> because I did knew I that no it? one could follow my dad singing opera.
1: <laughs> uh, well, that shows how little faith you have in Shweta's speech, because I, Shweta, am a believer in you. Oh, so That's what it
0: was. Okay, got it. Yeah. Game time decision.
1: So sorry for believing in you.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, those are great tips. I especially like the... Um, where it's just like practice. Like, I I don't think that's something that people think about enough for me personally, going on stage really isn't that big of a deal. Like I'll go through the normal, like you have some like anxiety, you have some feelings of excitement before you go on. But like what people don't realize is the amount of time that I spend practicing. Yes. Right. Like that good. Like there's no way to avoid Mm -hmm. that. Right. Like maybe you get to a point where you can practice more efficiently because you're, you're, you know what you're doing, but like, Really, nothing can replace just straight up caring about it and yeah. like putting in the time.
1: That's yeah. how you go from good to great. I 100 percent agree. Yeah. No,
0: no lie, Jason. I actually
1: practiced all of the different intros for every person in front of Quinn. Oh no! For like the like, day before, yeah. The day before, I legitimately spent like three hours just going through it and like thinking, okay, how do I change it intonation?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. all these
1: different things.
0: And and I yeah. and honestly, like Kelsey, like joking aside, like I could tell. Oh. Well, I see. could tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz I I knew and that's why that's why I wanted you to do it because I knew you would actually take it seriously and and that oh. you knew what it what was required. You know. Oh,
1: that's that that's that's nice. Mm, okay. Yeah. Now I feel bad for
0: making fun of you earlier. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> good. All right. Good. All right, Shweta. Excellent work. I'm going to I'm going to give you an A on this section. So, okay. A, a solid Great. A. Like a solid A which is uh, 96. So so Very currently
1: good. you are your, your first game was a pass. <laughs> okay. A. We are now mixing grading yeah, yeah. systems. She, she took the first you have...
0: she took the first test pass fail. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Got it. All right. So, the next activity here is um, this is a competitive one. It's called right. Fact or Fiction Competitive okay. Speech Edition. All right. So this is head to head Shweta <laughs> versus Kelsey. Right. I'm going to okay. I'm going to say um, a series of statements and you, you're just going to say whether or not you believe it's fact or fiction. All right. Pretty straightforward. All right. Let's give this a try. Some of the some of these things uh, we actually did touch upon. So really, if you were paying attention to uh, to what was said earlier, this this might help. Here we go. Tom Hanks competed in dramatic interpretation in high school and described it as a, quote, formative experience.
3: Fiction.
0: I'm gonna go with fiction too. Wow, wow! Ye of little faith. You guys are both correct.
1: <laughs>
2: <I know laughs> yeah,
1: the way you—it's probably someone else. It wasn't Tom Hanks, was
0: it? The, honestly, I made the entire thing up. Oh really? Oh <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was like Tom Cruise. I made the entire thing. Up. I was trying to. I was trying to make it like somewhat plausible, but uh, uh okay, you guys saw right okay. through me. Yeah. All right, here we hmm. go. Uh, Josh Gad won nationals in original oratory in 1998 and then won nationals in original oratory and humorous interpretation the next year. Fact. Kelsey. Fiction. The years are wrong. Wow. Shweta, good job.
1: (laughs) Damn it, really? (laughs) Oh, Oh, you know what? Actually, I got it messed up because my friend... No, shit, he did get it his first year. Damn it. Okay, yeah, no, that's right.
0: That's right. Wow.
1: Yep. Wow, Kelsey. Right.
0: No weaseling out of that That's one. Right. Yep. That is Ooh. a will no, no, take the on that a straight one. That straight was, up error. All right. That was overthinking it. Okay. Here we go. I met my wedding efficient at debate camp. Uh, fiction. 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 Both of you went with fiction. Fiction. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, it is in fact true. Uh, what?
3: But how do I not know him then? Wait. I'm confused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i thought you met him in college wait, that yeah, that right? wait, wait wait, did i get your efficient wrong i thought you knew you in college
0: uh yeah. no, 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 no. i i met him at debate camp uh before uh i think it was like either eighth grade summer or ninth grade summer and um yeah, yeah we like kept in touch and and would see each other at tournaments uh similar to like Shweta's experience right with with all of her close friends oh. and uh he he ended up going to to college with dora And and, and that's that's when they met and 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 developed a friendship as well. Yeah. I see. Damn
1: it, I could have pulled ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh still with the lead, but it's a it's a small one. Here we go. The first high school speech competition took place in Illinois in nineteen forty seven at the University of Evanston. True. Yeah, fact. fact. Wow, wow. Um, it, it is it is in fact fiction because uh, there is no school called the University of Evanston. All right. Wow, that's mean to all of our Illinois. <laughs> I it, it was actually really hard to to come up with these because nobody <laughs> nobody is like writing about high school speech yeah, that's true. facts. Fair right? Enough. There's Fair no enough. record of any what? of
1: this stuff. What is the actual fact, though? Is it, is it not University of is it like in Chicago? <laughs> what is uh, it like?
0: Impossible to find the actual fact. Or did you just
1: make all of that I, up spent, again?
0: I spent so much time trying to find like, when the first speech competition took place, and there's no record of it. Yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. Oh, that's fascinating.
0: All right. Last one here. So Shweta is in the lead. 1-0. Kelsey this is your chance to tie because I did not prepare a tiebreaker, of course. Oh, All right. I competed in expository with the topic of drumming and a large portion of my speech was just me drumming.
1: Fact. You know what? In order for me to pull ahead, I have to go with fiction. So I'm going to go with fiction.
0: Okay, cool. Well, congratulations, Sueda. You won this game. Hey. Two nothing. Very good. Very good work. You, spent you, you truly most are. Of it dr-
1: you spent most of it expos. Drumming. Oh
0: yeah. So
2: I forgot you.
1: Wow.
0: So this is. Wow. I guess. I guess. Like from all this, right? Like a lot of my, a lot of my performances were just by the seat of my pants, right? Like creating a, a draft the night before. Like for expository, I was like, what is something I can do pretty well. That I can kind of like <laughs> shoehorn into a speech. It was like I'm <laughs> I'm pretty good at drumming. I like I I spent time learning like different like tricks and things with like stick yeah, flips yeah. and like and whatnot. Yeah. So maybe I should just do a speech about drumming, <laughs> and then that way I could just drum for most of it.
1: So, so Jason, would you say you were like a good drummer or like Ringo Starr drummer? Like, just like where on the odometer of drumming would you say you felt?
0: Yeah, so I think I actually took drumming somewhat seriously. So I'd say uh, better than Ringo Starr. Wow. Cold
2: claims.
1: <laughs> I hope Ringo Starr is listening to this. I don't know. Why. I really hope. He yeah. Dials in and do There's that. a
0: very good chance and he's, he's like, listening to this podcast. He might be. You don't know that.
1: He might be a huge fan of high school speech. You don't know that.
0: <laughs> like he he opens his podcast app. He doesn't subscribe to any podcast. He just no. goes straight to search he goes, and he's always he goes, searching. I'm going to
1: search for high school speech. <laughs> Oh, it looks like this one's slamming me for some reason. <laughs> and someone's doing a flawless impression of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, Shweta, congratulations. A 2-0 victory. That's uh, nice. A+, that's, that's right? Solid. Okay. Solid A+. When,
1: when, when he said 2-0, I thought we were adding in another scoring system in which you have <laughs> a pass... An A, and then a, a 2 somehow. It, it flipped from a letter grade system to a numerical grade system, which is very confusing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: All right. Shweta, we're going to play a game All right. called, Dis- called Discomfort Zone.
2: Oh, God.
3: So, okay.
1: so let's see how much you know about something outside your comfort zone. Okay. So, Shweta, I would like you in two sentences, to explain to Jason and myself, 5G, go.
3: Oh, God. You couldn't have picked a better topic. <laughs> um, to, to
1: give five, you some time, you've heard of 5G. Yes yeah. or no? Yes. yes. Okay.
3: Um, 5G is an expanded, faster network for wireless and as opposed to three G and four G, which most of the world's population is on, you just get, yeah, faster connectivity to um through calls, internet, all that good
2: stuff.
0: <laughs> awesome. List. Wow. That was two sentences. That was not that bad. That was a solid two sentences. And there was some like yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. facts, there was some like history. There was some a little bit of history, were, a little bit of geography. Yeah, yes, wow. Right.
1: Some like like scale most <laughs> Of countries are on one, yeah, but like not the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not bad. Yeah, strong use of you had no synonyms. Uh,
0: yeah, it was great. Good. You
1: were you were like one sentence away from going like three G and four G, which is two and one G less than five G, <laughs> as we all know. That, but uh, all serious, that was pretty good. That was yeah? really good. Okay. That yeah. was really good. That's the,
3: must be a low bar on this uh,
1: game. Yeah. I will say. I will say marginal pass you you passed by the skin of your teeth uh so it's an 89.5
0: is that what it is yeah
1: exactly (laughs) the the asian marginal pass of a b (laughs) plus plus uh for our listeners out there who don't know what 5g is 5g is the fifth generation technology standard for broadband cellular networks 5G okay. networks are cellular networks in which the service area is divided into smaller geographical areas called cells. All right, well, good job,
0: Shweda. All right. All right.
2: I
1: path. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Yeah. So, time to, to wrap it up. This is the final gauntlet here. This game okay. is called Won't You Haiku? So, collectively, the three of us together, we're going to write a haiku. All right, Shweta, you're gonna take the first line. Kelsey, you'll take the second line. I'll take the last line. And just as a reminder- Can you, in
3: two sentences, explain what a haiku is, <laughs>
0: yes. <Yeah. laughs> a haiku?
1: Shweta, discomfort zone part two. Explain a haiku, <laughs> yeah. go.
0: Two sentences, go. <laughs> um, so a haiku is a form of uh, poetry. The first line is five syllables. The second line is seven syllables. And the third line is five syllables, all right? So we are going to write a haiku together about high school.
3: Okay. So who starts? Jason, you start.
0: No, 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 no. Wait, no, no. <laughs> you're starting. You're starting.
1: <laughs> this is the first time where a guest has said, no, 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 Jason, you you're start. starting. <laughs> I'm
0: not starting.
1: You're not telling me what to do because you're starting.
0: Wait, would you be more comfortable with me starting?
3: No, I can. Okay, so five syllables okay. is the
0: first one. Okay. that swagger.
3: High School Nerds Unite.
0: Yep, he's thinking. Okay, it
1: was an experience.
0: Debate kids do drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, that works. (laughs) Nice, nice.
3: Oh, we were partners. So, like, why did I know all this stuff and you didn't?
0: Was- there must have been some times where you're like, okay, Jason, you sit here and wait. I'll be right back. Don't go you anywhere. Finish,
3: you finish your OPP because we have to perform in 10 minutes. I'll go out. And, uh, yeah.
0: All right. So, I think because we did the haiku collectively, we all get an A? I think so. It's a, okay. it was a group project, yes, and we all got an A. We yeah. all pulled our and weight. we all we actually all pulled our weight, yeah. yeah. But uh, Shweta, great work! I think you aced every part of this pop quiz. I think you got a pass, an A, an eighty nine point five. <laughs> you, got a, you got a two <laughs> out of A two out of two. A two out. Yeah, a two O victory. Yeah. yeah, excellent work. I think maybe the strongest performance yet on our podcast. I think that might be yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. And you, and yeah, you did it sure. so
1: effortlessly. Just very, no hesitation. It was all that,
0: it was all that speech training. That's right. Yeah,
2: yeah. exactly. Yeah, just, just
0: fast on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Kelsey, any takeaways yeah. from from the time we spent here? Well, yeah. I would like to thank Shweta for taking us on a,
1: a trip down the memory lane, as they call it.
3: And boosting our egos. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's really why we had you on. Uh,
1: but seriously, Shweta, thank you so much for uh, again. It was kind of nice to revisit the past a bit. And I think what I learned from our hour or so conversation about speeches, it really is a valuable skill. I mean, I think you clearly are very articulate, and I'm sure you're. You know, you speak to us the way you would speak to all of your, you know, your team members and your job, the way you speak to your family, and so it's just. It shows that there is a value that I think speech and debate has that extends beyond just high school but into you know the rest of your life and that you give excellent wedding speeches. So that's what I learned, Jason. What about you, Jason? What did you learn today? Very good.
0: I, I think it's pretty obvious what I learned. Um, I learned that debate kids are real bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're really naughty. Like I thought we were bad just because we were like a ragtag team with like no adult supervision, but I had no idea that there was this whole seedy underworld of the speech and debate scene that I wasn't invited to. <laughs> I was just there. Just, I was just there to try my best I mean, and everybody else was there for other reasons. And I did not know it. It it. So okay, that's what I took away <laughs> from wow. it. This is now, now,
1: now this is the most impassioned I've heard Jason be in a podcast for a while. <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't like bad, like, oh, there's like coke and, you know, stripper parties. It wasn't like that. It was just like, it was bad for high school terms. Like, oh, there's alcohol, yeah. there's beer at a party. Oh, like someone That's really weed- bad. Well,
2: <laughs>
3: that's really bad, Well, What do you up in those hotel rooms? Listen are learning a lot, right?
1: Yeah. If, if those walls could talk, shweda if they could talk,
0: they would tell stories. Oh, those poor
1: walls! All oh, those walls, <laughs> those poor walls, and, and they and all, all right. and all they could do was watch.
0: They couldn't participate. <laughs>
3: well, actually, we, we told stories to that the is walls. True.
0: That so. is, ah! <laughs> if those walls could tell stories, they'd be like, "These kids are standing Why? way too yeah, close." No. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, they boy. are spitting on us. Exactly. Oh my Man. gosh.
1: Shweta, is there anything that you learned? I guess aside from teaching us.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't think about speech and debate often enough, or like what it meant to me in my later life. So this is definitely an interesting conversation. I I am pretty like thankful that I did that because I know how to speak in different situations to different people, and I think that's awesome. But I I also just forgot how how much we accomplished as a like ragtag team. And I think that's pretty cool too, right? Like we kind of carried it ourselves forward. Um, So that's awesome. And yeah, I do really think that the way we deliver any type of news presentation, all that good stuff, like we've taken from speech and I think that's awesome. Yeah. And it's cool to to see that that's also resonated with you guys in in your life. So yeah.
0: Plus one. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for agreeing to do this and for sharing all your stories and and your insights. But most importantly, thank you for being such a great friend. Yeah, we also want to you know thank the listeners for tuning in. Like we really do appreciate that. And yeah, we hope everyone has a great week.
1: Yeah. Huge thanks to y'all and hang in there. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this has been Jason and Kelsey Have Friends executive produced by dora talent managed by kelly design and artwork by hobby at madebyhobby.com theme song by jason questions comments send us an email at JasonandKelsey@gmail.com at gmail.com
1: or visit us at jasonandkelsey.com if you haven't already please rate and subscribe everywhere multiple times